Hello and welcome to season three, episode four of From Across the Pond. Uh, I'm here again with James. Hello, James. Hello there. And today we're going to talk about some of our guilty pleasures. That's going to be the subject of this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we're going to talk about that, as always, James, what is your news of the week? My news of the week. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coming up with a theme tune. Yeah, theme tune. But yeah, I'll leave that to you, Brown. Create something. <laughs> um, no, my thing of the week. Um, it's pretty boring, actually. Like we've got COVID in our house. We have the Rona here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have the Rona, so nothing's really happened. Um, I've been. My girlfriend has it, just for context, I guess. I don't have it. Um, How's she feeling? Because last time we yeah. spoke, you said it was going all right. Yeah, like, yeah it is. Like, it is. She's a bit better now. She's much better. She's more frustrated now that she's got four days of quarantine left. So mm. she's ready to get out. She doesn't feel ill. She lost her sense of smell for mm. about three days. And now it's coming back. She keeps smelling the ketchup ball um, as her like tester. Like one day she can't smell it, the next day she can mm. Um, but she's feeling much better. In fairness to her, she's worked every day throughout it. She hasn't had a day off and been ill in bed. The first day was probably the worst in terms of found it hard to get out of bed in the morning. But um, no, you know, the vaccines worked in terms of, you know, giving her milder symptoms and milder you know, effects than it would have had if she didn't have it, of course. So, yeah, but um, I it's just frustrating for both of us because like I'm not sharing the bed with her. I'm like keeping my distance from her. Mm-hmm. We haven't got close it's a relationship cuddled and stuff for like was it a week now um but the current rules here in the uk is if somebody has a covid in the house then you both have to go and have a pcr test mm-hmm. this different tests pcr and lateral flow so pcr are basically you have to go to like the test center um but lateral flow are like the ones you can do at home mm-hmm. so we went to do the pcr test um she was positive i was negative so that meant that she had to stay in an isolate for 10 days, but I could still go out. But now the, the law or government doesn't say that you, um, when, you, when you're allowed out, like you don't have to do lateral flow, but I'm doing lateral flow every day mm-hmm. just because I'm in the house with somebody who's got coronavirus. I feel yeah. like it's common sense for me to just do the test every day because I don't want to be going out, going to the store and then maybe giving it to someone without knowing. So mm-hmm. I'm doing that every day, which is annoying, but and I'd be negative every single one, but it's just something I'm doing for everyone else rather than myself but also i guess if i have i know i got it so um but no i've been sleeping in my office on the floor with the mat the blow up bed so that's a bit annoying <laughs> um but you know like i said can't wait till friday she gets out we're going away friday night so it's going to be a nice getaway mm. um as well so let's just celebrate that you can go out again yeah yeah so that's basically what's been happening with me just avoiding <laughs> avoiding my other half <laughs> um but yeah yeah what about you bram um I, i've I, I was a bit reminiscing last week like i know we were we are both big well i have two news actually but i'm gonna start with the first one it's like i know we were both big star wars fans mm. and like a couple of weeks ago there was disney plus day and on my marvel star wars podcast we talked about that and like there was so much marvel news and like mm-hmm. trailers and first stuff and new shows and it's like there's so much to be excited about but like Star Wars, like yeah, we had like one featurette about Obi Wan, but meh. And I was just thinking, like, oh, this is like two years ago, like you had like a different project every month to be excited about, a new trailer for the Rise of Skywalker, a trailer for this, or before that, even with the Force Awakens. 
It's like, oh, I'm, I missed that time as a, as a huge Star Wars fan. Just to have that excitement again. Like, like my favorite franchise are Star Wars and Harry Potter. And last week there was an announcement of a Harry Potter reunion. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Like, it's good that they still have that, I guess. But then again, mm. I, uh, I read a message today that Kathleen Kennedy, head of Lucasfilm, said that they are developing stories based on the characters from the sequel trilogy. And I'm personally a big fan of the sequel trilogy as one of the few Star Wars fans, I guess. Yeah. I'm actually a fan of all films. Like I like them all. Well, some are better than others, but I, can, I enjoy them completely, all of them except the Clone Wars movie. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's a bit of my thing. I was a bit like reminiscing about the good old days for Star Wars when it was something to be excited about. Now it's weird because we have like a series coming up in like a month. Now I think like five weeks from now of uh, date of recording. But it's just like, oh, yeah, that's happening. Like, there isn't, like... The excitement isn't there yet for me. Mm. And then my other news of the week is, is... It's not news, it's a warning. It's a warning for everyone who has Disney Plus and thinks, hey, I want to watch a Christmas film. Don't watch <laughs> the new Home Alone film. <laughs> it's absolutely the biggest piece of absolute cinematic filthy trash that I've ever seen. Like, it's officially, it has become, like, the most frustrated I've ever been at a film. I watched it with a housemate of mine, and I was, like, constantly, like, saying stuff like, this doesn't make sense, this is weird, this is not funny, this is just wrong, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's absolute trash. Don't watch it. Just <laughs> watch you, the first two uh, ones again, if you really want to watch a Home Alone film. What did you rate it on Letterboxd? Half Tell a star. <laughs> That's the lowest I could give it. You couldn't it's, give it a zero. <laughs> it, it, well, you can't. It, it's it's yeah. it really has become like my least favorite film ever. I think because it's, it's absolute trash. That's it, I'm it, actually. It, 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 it has like no reason for existing. <laughs> it, it, it's just a pure cash grab. It looks terrible. Like no. I'm going to have a look yeah. on um, Rotten Tomatoes. So, okay, yeah, 18% tomato score, audience score 13%. No, uh, that says it all. It's actually quite high, I, I've, I feel like. To, <laughs> no, no, that, that means that, like, one in ten critics actually like this, which I find, mm. like, even if you don't like the original, like, I, I don't get how you can like this and not like the, but don't like the original, for instance. It's, it's 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 really it's 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 terrible it's <laughs> terrible <laughs> actually when you click on the um old audience score anyway it's a lot of half star half star one star half star one star you know so interesting to say the least then bram yeah avoid it like the plague or the corona i yeah. guess <laughs> i'm pretty good at that like, um, I'd, no. I'd, I'd i'd rather i'd rather watch or, well, I'd rather be forced to watch Eternals again with, like, no interruptions than this, which is a movie I also really didn't like. Yeah. That was, like, mm-hmm. a, that was like a, a test to sit through Eternals. It was so long, and, and, and I almost fell asleep. It was half hour too long, definitely. Well, it'd be interesting to do my video on Alan Home Sweet Alone. Oh man, if you if you if you're gonna like it, then I don't think we can continue <laughs> this podcast. I was actually planning my Christmas videos because I'm gonna do like a basic Christmas review every single day before Christmas, like the week before Christmas. And that was that was one of them. So it won't be until probably a month from now. 
Shall but Shall um, I read my my letterbox review? Because if you go then. if you want to, you, yeah, you can follow me on Letterboxd. All right, this is it. <clears throat> Disney finally did it. They made a remake that's worse than The Lion King, 2019. Why mm. are the burglars the sympathetic ones and the kid the villain? Why try attempt Why try to attempt to connect to the original with just one returning character in a forced scene? What an embarrassing, unfunny, unwatchable, morally wrong, terrible, unsympathetic, boring, unjustified, and cash grab piece of filth. <laughs> I, th- I don't think I've ever been this annoyed whilst watching a film. I finally have a new least favorite movie, though. So that's good. <laughs> that's my review. I, you can find more reviews. Like, I also reviewed Love Actually yesterday because I had to watch another Christmas film to, like, cleanse my... <laughs> memory and I said like the scene where you Grant dances down the stairs that's cinema and I gave it five stars because I love lo- <laughs> I love lo- love actually it's my favorite Christmas film <laughs> so yeah avoid home alone home sweet home alone like the plague, plague. it's absolute <laughs> trash it's a, it's well. a worthless it's a worthless piece of filth that's that's just made to have like a nice new branding thing on Disney plus like yeah. If if you hate those Disney remakes, like the modern ones, like I do, like if you just find those pointless, you'll hate this. Because I find most of those Disney remakes just pointless. Like why? Like why would I watch this instead of the original? Well, this mm-hmm. is like that, but ten times worse. Yeah. Like at least you have like an entertaining Will Smith, or well, I have nothing positive to say about the Lion King except that it looked good, I guess. But like Beauty and the Beast, I kind of enjoyed just because of the novelty of Emma Watson being in it and. I grew up with Harry mm-hmm. Potter. So you at least get something out of it, but there's like nothing to be held from this. It's terrible. Not good then. <laughs> no. Don't watch it. Okay, well, my video, I was just looking at my schedule that I'm planning. It's currently on the 21st of December for that one, so I'm planning it. it it's it's going to ruin your Christmas, so I would <laughs> skip it. We'll see. We'll see, but there we go. There's a public service announcement there. Yeah. From Bram. Do not, do not watch Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Unless you want to torture yourself, I guess. Yes. I cannot, I, I don't, it's like, all right, maybe minor spoilers, but fuck it. It's like, it's it, it's it's so morally wrong. Like, you know, in the original, I'm going just going to rant about this for the whole episode. <laughs> fine. Like, in an original Home Alone, you have Kevin, and Kevin is like, He's a yep. bit of a brat, but he's a good child. And mm-hmm. then you have Harry and Marv who are just like burglars. They just rob people. They're bad guys. They're bad guys from the film. You don't sympathize with them. In this film, like the kid is an arsehole that an asshole that steals toys from like a church where they gather toys for like less fortunate children. He just takes something and like he twists it a bit, like his story. Mm. And the burglars are like people that are in they're in need of money that have a family that's going to lose their house and they think the kid stole something from them so they have to get it back from their house and that's why they burglar they yeah they they enter his house so the kid is the villain like (laughs) why (laughs) but but and that could be okay but then you still have like the whole thing of like those the people breaking in being like tortured like they're being set on fire and shot in the head with like a bit with a ball and all and it's like and you're supposed to feel the same way as you do in the original when it's harry and marv and they're like scummy burglars so you, then you can enjoy it but here it's like it's just like good people being like 
tortured by like a miniature jigsaw and, and you're supposed to feel joy about it it's it's so bad like like no one thought about it and oh the worst thing about it is in the film they're they're watching a movie mm-hmm. and it's it's basically like the scene that's in the original was like the angels with filthy souls with like merry christmas you filthy animal like that scene yeah. with that that they're watching that film over here they're also watching like a terrible film and like one of the guys is like saying like oh uh well that's the thing with uh, i don't get why they do these remakes they're all they're never as good as the original and the writers think that they're being clever by saying that but they're actually being like extremely stupid and just why like you're proving the point that your movie is a worthless piece of trash (laughs) right rant over because i can talk about this all day well, I would really this is preempt the future because I don't know if you was uh, looking on Disney Plus Day, um, but on the 18th of February, coming up in a few months, um, they're releasing a movie called Sneakerella. Oh, God, I really I can't. I, I want. I can't wait to hear Bram Stoker's Sneakerella. Oh. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> like it, it's hard for me because I love classic Disney. I love the animations. Mm. I love I love Pixar. I love like the Renaissance films, like the Little Mermaid, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. But fuck me, I've been hating so many of Disney's movies lately. Like they're becoming so formulaic, and just like everything I love about Disney is like slowly like even like I love the theme parks, and even that is like just there's this new CEO who just like monetizes everything, and it's it takes the whole magic of the company away. It's like a company that I used to love. Mm-hmm. And I start to hate it more and more. With like the the the, just the cheap nostalgic trash they keep pumping out. Now with the whole Star Wars situation, where it just <laughs> feels like they're just like they 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 don't know what they're doing. They're also playing yeah. into just oh remember this, remember this. Marvel being like I still like most of the movies. Like I really really liked Shang Chi, but I really didn't like Eternals. And well, Marvel's doing okay, I guess, but. Yeah, it could be worse, couldn't it? It could be a lot worse. I'm I'm glad we still have Pixar that just still manages to make like great films like Luca or Soul. Mm. Like it, yeah. it, the Pixar really feels like the one part of Disney that hasn't been corrupted by like the corporate overlords at Disney. It's it's like they don't make like five star films. Consequently, like they did in the early 2000s, but they still make really really good films. Mm-hmm. Feels like the one part of Disney that hasn't been sort of corrupted in that way and i personally yeah. feel like lucasfilm did the same thing but then they just stopped and they just like oh mandalorian like oh mandalorian first season was great and second season was just like remember luke remember ahsoka remember boba fett like every episode and now they're just gonna do that for all the series like even that obi-wan show i was interested in it and then i saw the feature out and it's just like oh and obi-wan is gonna fight darth vader again it's like that's like the, the most boring thing you can do with this series. Just have them fight with a laser sword again. So that's hype dwindled down a bit for me as well. I think maybe we should we should just postpone the entire whole episode and just call this Bram's Disney round. I am well entertained listening to this. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. Well, yeah. Like this movie isn't a guilty pleasure, I guess. It just sucks. Like it's a company I, I well, I still love it for what it has done, but like everything mm. they're doing nowadays is just like, yeah, ugh. it's hurting you, Bram. It's hurting it you is. inside. Just because you care. Just because you care. I I do because I I I love animation. I love all the original Disney films. 
And even some, like, I love Frozen. I love, like, uh, Tangled and all those. Moana is great. Mm-hmm. No, there's been, like, a shift in these last few years where it's, like, everything is now just, like, the same. Nothing yeah. really matters. <laughs> uh, okay. Anywho. Let's move on to the main topic of the week. Yes. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. I was thinking about it and I like I like I I don't really have like gaming guilty pleasures. I don't think I've ever hear anyone talk about gaming guilty pleasures. Uh, nor with books. Like I think most of the books I read aren't like considered to be bad. Like maybe some high art students consider the Harry Potter books to be like badly written, but I don't think mm. that they're guilty pleasures. Um, but I have some for movies and music. And music is basically a whole genre. But first, James, I want to ask you, what are some of your guilty pleasures? Um, well, I had some gaming ones. So I'll start, I'll start with that. Because when, when you go into movies and stuff, I'll talk in tandem with yourself. But gaming ones, I think I'd say things like The Sims and like mm. simulator games. Because simulator games can be looked down on, but I love them. Like Train Simulator, Bus Simulator, Farmville, you know, Cities, Great Rollercoaster Tycoon. That type of stuff. That's one yeah. I love. Yeah. I'm still sad because I, 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 I had like a park on Rollercoaster Tycoon 3 that I had when I got my first laptop when I went mm-hmm. to college, my MacBook. Yeah. I installed that game. That was like the only game I had on it. And I had like this park that I built for like five years. So it had like beautiful teaming and like zones and I recreated some Disney rides and some other rides I know from uh, Dutch parks. And then the app had an update and all of my save files were gone. Oh no. Like I was I was like really sad actually because it was like <laughs> I invested so much time in it and I just I I still played it. I love doing it. it. It was so relaxing mm. for me. I I could easily spend like 5 hours just building and designing rides and doing like the teaming and all. And now I, I now I just I don't feel like the thing of like oh I'm I'm not gonna build it again because mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm really into Planet Coaster um, which is the one that currently now on next gen um, it's a great game great game I have it as well but for me it's like I I I really can't get into those type of games unless I use a mouse and keyboard like I can't play th- those type of games with a controller. Mm. That's interesting. It's interesting. No, I play. I pretty much play there. Yeah, it's great. It's fab. <laughs> Goes far to say it's fantastic. They <laughs> are. No, it's, I it's, agree. It's a, it's a switch off. You can just switch off. You just go into a different world and just make loads of fake money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like <laughs> maybe then. Maybe then I also have a gaming guilty pleasure. Well, I don't have it anymore. But. Uh, when I had the Xbox, I played um, Disneyland Adventures, going back <laughs> to my love of Disney. Yeah. Yeah. It's where you could walk through like a virtual re- recreation of Disneyland in California. And I've been to that park in real life. So it was fun to like walk around and recognize all the stuff. And like the gameplay wasn't great, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty fun. <laughs> and I guess also maybe stuff like Rocket League. I don't know if that's considered guilty pleasures, but like th- I think that's like my most played game, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. I, get- I don't play Fortnite, though. No, I used to, but I was never good today. That's one you got to play with the mouse and keyboard, I think. Mm. Definitely. But FIFA could be a guilty pleasure as well in terms mm. of buying it every year. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Oh yeah, the same yeah, yeah I you. buy the I buy the game every year. I'm I buy the update. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, for me, FIFA is like I buy it once when I get a new console, and then I use it for four to five years, and then I might get another one. Yeah. Yep. So, shall I do some of my music first, or my movies first, and then switch it up, or let's? Let, I'll I'll do one of my music because I basically have a whole genre. I have a really soft spot for '90s music, like all mm. of it. Yeah. Like from from like the 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 the, 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 the terrible dance songs, like well, they're not terrible, but like the you know like the rhythm of the night or what is love to like grunge to like Britpop to like the Spice Girls to like all of it over, over here we had some Dutch trance it's like I, 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 I have a soft spot for 90s music and I, I was born in 96 so it's not that I have like a nostalgic value of it but I just love the music from that period hmm. what is love baby don't hurt me this is the rhythm of the night oh night oh yeah oh yeah yeah, no, I, I would agree there. I'm a Barbie music. girl in a Barbie. <laughs> like all those songs, like I love them. Like Aqua, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, yeah. So I would have been like for me. I'm, I'm scared, man. Skip it, go up, 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 but I would walk 500 miles. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Nah, it's, it's good, yeah. So, our actual 90s, what about 80s and stuff? Or is that, like, pretty standard? Uh, 80s I like as well. Um, anything before that's not really my. Well, yeah, some artists like the Beatles, but. Mm. Um, yeah, 80s. I like 80s, but I think I've heard too much of it. Because, like, my parents, when I lived there, they played a lot of. Well, they played a radio station that played a lot of 80s songs. So they ruined it for you. So, huh? They they ruined it for you. Well, no, yeah, not ruined, but like, I like still like some artists, but it's not like a mm. playlist that I would turn on. But like '90s, I can turn on all the time. And, and I have good. the same thing. Like I I have like with like Zero's music, like Black Eyed Peas, or artists like that, or like Lady Gaga. That that's like just nostalgia f- speaking for me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes sometimes I play that as well. Lady Gaga is like my number one. <laughs> That's definitely a guilty pleasure for me. Well, Love Lady no, Gaga. I wouldn't call. It. Yeah, maybe earlier Lady Gaga is a bit of a guilty pleasure, but yeah, it's still very good music. Yeah, oh, I love her. Um, yeah, no, nineties music definitely does thing with me. Noughties music as well can be a bit cheesy. There's a lot of boy bands and stuff that was here in the UK, so that can be a bit cheesy. Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but. Oh, that's nineties. No, what's yeah, like a zeros and is that like NSYNC? Uh, yeah, NSYNC, uh, S Club Seven, mm-hmm. Reach, Climb Every Mountain, Reach, Bye Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blazing Squad, Girls Aloud, I think as well. Oh yeah, the, the end of the of yeah. the noughties. Um, Love Machine and all that, and Sound of the Underground, and yeah, Coldplay. The noughties was That's yeah yeah me. yeah. The noughties for me was when I, when growing up, I was, well, I would have been, a teenager really yeah. in the noughties. So it was when I really 
well, yeah, halfway through the noise anyway <laughs> was when I started to yeah. become like 13, 14, 15 I'd say for me like I started to really develop an interest in music around 2008 to 2009 that's when I bought like they have like CDs here that they release every month of like the most popular music and that's when I started buying those because I bought those for a while and that's then I really got into music and I had like I put it on my iPod mm-hmm. and to all of it sync so. them yeah sync them that, that's what that yeah like so that type period like like boom boom pow like that song is like boom 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 yeah or like stromai with allure on dance i don't know if you know that that's just like when that song hits i'm like back in like high school at a yeah at a high yeah. school homecoming party <laughs> no it inspired me actually i tend to listen now when i'm working we spoke earlier on apple juice but my headphones i'm using them all the time and i just um I tend to listen to like new stuff. I tend to listen to like current stuff more than like historical. Like, you know, I should mm-hmm. really go back in my back catalog and just try and fill that out because I think my Apple Music library, when I put a shuffle, is too, like, too much of the last three, four years yeah. rather than like the last 20, 30 years. Because like my music library I had on my iPod is very much different to my Apple Music library because I'm yeah. adding the songs I'm seeing more than. I guess going backwards so I should definitely start listening to playlists more and then start adding them and that's a big reason for me to use uh, Spotify because they have like all those playlists of like all the uh, well the genres and also they now have like decades playlists but they're based Mm -hmm. on your personal taste so I get like 90s hits that they know I'd like that's a big thing that's keeping me well more attracted now to Spotify than compared to Apple Music I've just thought of a big guilty pleasure as I've opened my Apple Music app. I'm like, okay. Um, I love listening to Christmas music at all times of the year. All times of the year? I will listen to Christmas song in the car in June. I must say, though, like, I don't listen to them throughout the year, but I do have a very soft spot for Christmas songs. What's the earliest acceptable time that you would play a Christmas song, then? When I... When I've put my tree up, like okay. now I've put it up early because I was in the mood, <laughs> so I put it up last weekend. It was home sweet at home alone, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, that one, that, that move made me want to burn down my Christmas tree. <laughs> Damn, uh, I'm screwed. No, no, I put it up last weekend, uh, okay. my Christmas tree, and then I had like, oh, I'm gonna put on, you know, Sinatra or my Mariah Carey, like the famous Christmas songs. I yeah, have like yeah, a, yeah. A, a playlist that I made with like all my favorite Christmas. Christmassy songs. Mm. I, of course, like all the standards, but one of my biggest guilty pleasures I love to just start my playlist, my Christmas playlist, is the Kelly Clarkson Underneath the Tree. Oh, that is yeah. my That is my proper guilty pleasure. No one will ever see me singing that out loud in the shower type thing. Like, I'm very, like, I love it. It's an amazing song. I have, so. I have one I really like as well, but it, 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 it has a bit of a backstory. It's like every... Well, it used to be every year here at Christmas, there was like a radio station mm. that put on like a glass house in a, like a square in the city in the Netherlands. Yeah. And they would sit there for a week and they, hadn't, they didn't have anything to eat and they did it for like a, a charity. And I remember, and I always followed that. There was in my city once as well and it was always a fun time. And like one of the mm-hmm. last years they did it, one of the disc jockeys in it, he secretly recorded a Christmas song and he did it under a false name and he started playing that song and he was saying like, oh, this is a new upcoming artist. He's big in the US. 
And all the DJs believed it. So they thought it was like a real artist. And they were like, oh, they kept playing that song during the whole week. And they were like, oh, we, we got to get this artist in the... Like, we have to call him. We have to talk about it. And then they called him once. And then he revealed himself that it was the disc jock. And everyone was just like, no, it can't be. No, oh, no. God. And then he played it live. But like that song is still... It's, it, it's, I think it's genuinely a good song. And I really, really mm. like it. <laughs> It's it's it is it is one that's in top of my Christmas playlist. Yeah. So maybe also a bit of a guilty pleasure, but you definitely have something that resonate, that resonate with you. Um, Let's see if I can find a playlist like guilty pleasures and see what's in it. Yeah, here. Wow. Club this Tropicana drinks are free. It, it says so like, warm. don't you forget about me? Like I love that song, but is that like guilty pleasure? Mm. Careless Whisper, yeah, that's one. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. <laughs> oh, I love all of these. Oh um, yeah, I, I see songs like "What Living on a Prayer," "Don't Stop Believing." I'm gonna Mambo be five hundred miles. Mambo, Mambo number five. five, ladies and gentlemen, this is this Mambo, is number, Mambo five. number five. <laughs> <laughs> the song always reminds me of Stuart Little. Yeah. Oh, here's a song. Actually, I'm going to talk about it later. It's it's a soundtrack of a film that's my ultimate guilty pleasure. Okay. I'm not going to mention the song, but oh, okay. yeah, Abba, Abba is a big guilty pleasure as well. Mm. Uh, come on, everyone loves Abba. How can you yeah. not like Abba? Yeah. Wham is big for me though. Wham. Wake yeah. me up before you, you go go. go. Do, 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 Mr. Blue Sky. Well, yeah. There's there's so oh top tombing with Chumba Wumba. <laughs> Do you know this? I found a guilty pleasure playlist here as well on Apple. I'm gonna actually save this. Oops, my mic. I'm gonna save this and I'm gonna listen to this tomorrow. This is my like <laughs> five hours, five hours playlist. This is yeah, I've added yeah. this as well. It's like I know all of them and I like most of the songs that I see. So yeah, that's so good. So well, good. I, I, I we're talking about guilty pleasures and there's one you haven't mentioned yet. That's like one of your, which everyone knows about, but we'll we'll go over it again if you want to. Um, Miley Cyrus, massive, massive. The world's going to be a higher mountain. Massive, <laughs> massive guilty pleasure, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I think not so much in the last few years. Like that's taken over by Elton John and uh, hmm. and Lady Gaga as I'm growing up. But I think Miley Cyrus in the early days was massive, and I every now and again I put her Hannah Montana albums on just to get me. It's just full of energy, you know. If you're feeling down, just listen to Hannah Montana. You just you're on cloud nine. <laughs> I have now like an image of you, like like a ten year old James just sitting in his bedroom with like a wig on him, going like it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, <laughs> check it out, take it slow, and you rock out the show. <laughs> so I put my hands up to play my song. <laughs> Not in my head, like yes. <laughs> no, back in the day, I must say I really was, like uh, her, her new music. So. Yeah, she's gone a bit rocky nowadays. But uh, no, ever since her bangers stuff, I didn't. I kind of got a bit <laughs> went the other way. The banger stuff didn't really like it as much as her other stuff before that, which didn't make her as popular and as much money, I guess. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So no, Miley Cyrus is big though. I do listen to it quite a lot. So, so let's move it on to movies. Like movies is mm. like I think it's like a typical thing that they have guilty pleasures for, but. What are some of your guilty pleasure movies? Yeah, movies What's are like hard. your ultimate guilty pleasure movie? Yeah, movies are hard. I think it does go back to the Disney days. You know, it, 
I'm looking at my movies, and I... Uh, since I've started my movies channel, I've started to be really critical of films, so it's not really helped my... I know what a bad film is, now I feel, and then I know what a good film is, you know? But if I had to just pick out some, that would be, like, my guilty pleasures. Like, uh, things like... Um, High School Musical, like the Disney Cheese Fest stuff back mm. in the day, I'd still watch. Even things like Twilight mm. would be considered uh, damn right terrible. But I don't mind it. I've actually picked got it. Yeah, I've picked it up, and I've got to watch them again. Um, so I'm gonna be really interested to watch them again. You know, in terms of I do this thing where I like revisit films that I haven't seen for a long time, mm -hmm. and. You know, there's some films I think oh, I really enjoyed, and then when I actually watch them again, I'm like, that's damn right awful. It's changed. It's not how I remember it. Or it's like even better or the same as, you know? And I think Twilight is going to be one of those where I actually think now, yeah, I remember enjoying it, but ask me in three months' time once I've watched them or something, and I'll be like, they're awful. They're terrible. Um, I have a real soft spot for Fast and Furious movies as well. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good example. <laughs> that's a very good example. I do enjoy them. Um, and mm, yeah, I'm just looking now. Maybe you you go and I'll, I'll try and think. Yeah, more. before we start, I I checked some lists like what are considered some guilty pleasure movies, and I saw a list from mm. Screen Rant. I was like, but these movies aren't bad. It had like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's a film I love, but I don't think like that's considered like a bad film, and it had like. What was that? Was what that was on? I believe like Home Alone and Raiders of the Lost Ark and Ghostbusters. It's like mm. those are not like considered to be bad films, like or like cheesy or whatsoever. So I found those weird. So I went to my, uh, my recollection, <laughs> and I just think of a lot of like the '90s Robin Williams movies, like Mrs. Doubtfire mm. or yeah Hook or Flubber. Like I I love those as a kid, and I still do. And I I don't think they're bad, but no. I know for Hoop, for example, I know some people do. And I guess also yeah. like the Star Wars prequels, I guess, are maybe considered to be a bit of a guilty pleasure. Especially like the Phantom Menace is my favorite. Because that's the one that I have the most nostalgia for. It's the film that got me into Star Wars. Mm. But yeah. my, my biggest movie guilty pleasure, without a doubt, is Armageddon. I, that movie is so mm. incredibly stupid, but I love it so much just for how cheesy it is. And like and then like the Aerosmith soundtrack and like I don't want to miss a thing that song like it's the cherry on top. It's that's such a ridiculous film, but I love it so much. Yeah, it's Ben Affleck <laughs> and Bruce Willis, isn't it? Don't yeah, well, mm. yeah, and like Liv Tyler and Michael Clark Duncan. It's like a great cast. Mm. And of course, you have stuff like The Room, for example, from Tommy Wiseau. But that's like that's just comedy. Yeah. That's like I, yeah, I wouldn't say that's guilty pleasure. But like Armageddon is like. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love that film and it's terrible but I love it <laughs> but it works yeah no I, I've um, I did remember as well back in the day Adam Sandler movies were like when they were, they, they were churning those out like every six months or whatever there was like an Adam Sandler film like Mr. Deeds um, Longest Yard Big Daddy Happy Gilmore like every single Adam Sandler comedy that came out I was like all into um Mainly school as well, you know, because we'd always have that on in school. So Adam Sandler films, I think, <laughs> would be in more guilty pleasures. Be interesting to watch some of them now. Things like Longer Shard was really, really good. Have you ever seen Longer Shard? Seen no. That? Yeah, I think he gets, a, he, gets a, he gets in prison. And he's like a professional 
uh, American football player, and he's in prison. He teaches all the um, prison people to play football. <laughs> it's funny. Um, things like Freaky Friday would be fu- would mm. be pretty cool as well. With uh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. So that would be I would be up there. Um, yeah, I think. I don't really like with movies. I kind of like all movies, really. Like I don't, I don't really think much movies are bad, really, until I watch Home Alone. <laughs> no, I think there are plenty of movies that are bad, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the lowest movie I've rated on my channel. Oh, I got another one. It's a guilt passion of mine. Batman Forever. Like, oh. I, I, like Batman '89 is like one of my top five comic book films. I mm-hmm. love Batman Returns just for how freaking weird it is. Yeah. But Batman Forever is sort of like normally people think it's bad, but like mm. I really enjoy it just because it's so campy. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna say I've got another one, which is the Suicide Squad. <laughs> the, the the first one. The first one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a unique one. I <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy it. I did a video on it. I think yeah. I do enjoy it. It's really good. I have some other ones for me, like all the sequels to Rocky. Like, oh, okay. I I yeah. love the Rocky films, and like most of the sequels, they get worse and worse and worse. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's still enjoyable to me. I have, I have a good time with them. Mm. Like There's I, one, I, yeah. Go on, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I had nothing. Oh, sorry. I think my internet just cut out then. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait for, I was waiting for something again. Um, yeah, I think that's my movies, really. Like, I don't think I have much more. Um, oh, there was a film I wanted to see out the other day, Transformers. Oh, yeah. I yeah, was yeah, needing yeah, to yeah. buy it, and I was like, those are good. I like them, but people think they're terrible. So that would be a good example as well. Transformers, yeah. Um, Transformers. But as I say, like... Like that's why I'm trying to. I've only seen the first one, I think, from Transformers. Oh, okay. There's like five, I think, or four. Yeah. Oh, but and Bumblebee, I've also seen that one. Was quite good, I oh, think. Okay. I haven't seen the latest one. No, that's the, that's the thing. My my um, movies channel is like I've not seen a lot of films. Like I did a video the other day of ten films I've never seen, and you text me like like well, you've never seen these like Ghostbusters like the reaction. You've never seen saying, Ghostbusters. You've never seen Batman '89. Like. <laughs> yeah. What, so what, what else? Done. What else is on there? I forgot. Um, Gandhi and yeah I think I, I did let me have a look I'll text you somebody's open my texts I think I said uh, Forrest Gump was one oh that's such a great film <laughs> I love it <laughs> is it two is it two is it two here we go so Gandhi Batman uh, Superman oh the Christopher Reeve Superman <laughs> yep this one um Mission Impossible oh yeah that's another big one any of them <laughs> Uh, Ghostbusters, obviously any of them. Forrest Gump, uh, The Goonies. I've never seen The Goonies either. Oh, yeah. 2001 Space Odyssey. Stanley That's Cooper. one I really want to watch, but I haven't seen neither. Uh, Labyrinth with David Bowie. I haven't seen it. And Independence Day. That one I have seen. And I, uh, that's, that, I, I guess that's a big guilty pleasure film. Well, it could be a good guilty pleasure film. I'm not particularly like 
fond of it. Like I've seen it and it was okay, but not like I really liked it or anything. But I think that might be a film that people might consider to be their favorite guilty pleasure film, I think. Hmm. Yeah, when you say my favorite, what would be your favorite guilty pleasure film? Armageddon. Armageddon, you did say, yeah, sorry. I think I might have to go for Star Wars, like one of the episode two even. (laughs) Or number three. All right. Then I think that sort of wraps it up. We've been on for quite a long time. Um, What's going to be next week's subject, James? Oh, wouldn't you all like to know? (laughs) I do. Um, Do we have it planned or no? I see we have it planned, but I think it's best to change the subject because I see for next week you've set up sports, but... We have Christmas now set on February 15th. <laughs> so that might not be the ideal time for Christmas. <laughs> I think by the by the time that episode goes out, which would be the 14th, Christmas is probably best. So, it's Christmas! <laughs> best time of the year. Well, by the way, I would have listened to Underneath the Tree, Harry Clarkson, multiple it, times. Have yourself yes. a merry little Christmas. No, I think it'd be really good to do a Christmas episode talking all about, like I said, Christmas. And it'd be really good to get more into the culture side of things from Bram's native Holland, or not not Holland, the Netherlands. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, As well as Wales, like some traditional Christmas stuff, like the food, you know, it's all good. Um, And obviously that'll be our last episode before Christmas where we can take a little break. Yeah. Um, over Christmas and then we'll be back in February so um, yeah Christmas it will be it will be great they're right. my favourite episodes by the way before we do end like the ones where we like talk Wales versus like the mm. Netherlands I do like them because I learn more about you Bram <laughs> then so. that way we all learn from each from one another exactly <laughs> exactly so All right. Yes. Well, thank you, James, for your time. Thank you. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.